This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Ashkelon on the south coast of Israel is a beautiful, thriving city. Expected to grow in population, it is a prime location for tourists and visitors. According to David Zwebner, a former South African now living in Israel, what neither Israelis nor South Africans are aware of is the huge contribution South African Jewry made towards the establishment of the city. And to sub- celebrate our community's, community's amazing a- achievement, he's hosting a 70th year commemorative event on the 14th December. David, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Lovely to be on your show. David, firstly, how are things in Israel? Uh, today things are quiet, but you know, there's a, a good side to every bad side. The good side is the whole country comes together in times like this. Right. You know, everybody is close, everybody is friendly, everybody is uh, good natured to one another. <laughs> okay. And so long, yeah. that, that, that's good. And the fact that you are safe and things are looking better are, is very encouraging. David, you are a great believer that nothing happens in, by chance. In 2006, you found yourself going to uh, Ashkelon. That's correct, yes. Um, I was actually doing uh, army reserve duty in a place called Tarkumir, and there was a young kid who was being released for Shabbat, and I was finishing my, my army reserve duty, and it was just before my exams as a tour guide, and I thought I haven't been to Ashkelon for a long time, you know, like 10, 15 years, so I'll give him a lift home, which is what I did. And driving into Ashkelon, all of a sudden, I kind of, but they had this weird feeling of feeling at home. And I looked around me, and, I, and the houses looked kind of familiar to houses that I was familiar with when I was brought up in South Africa, in Emerentia. And I drove around, and I saw there was a street called South Africa Street, and then there was another street called Johannesburg Street, another street called Kapstadt Street. And just speaking to a couple of the people, I said, why, can you, why is this uh, the main street called South Africa Street? And they said, well, there were once... Uh, uh, new immigrants from South Africa, but they all went home. <laughs> that, that's what I heard in, in 2006, 2007 when I, when I got there the first time. But uh, I'll, just, uh, I'll just expand on that. I finished doing my BA at the University of, of Ashkelon about uh, nine months ago. While I was there, I asked one of my professors if I could write a paper on the influence of the South Africans on Ashkelon which they readily agreed, and uh, with the help of some very interesting friends of mine in South Africa, we went to the South African Zionist Archives in South Africa and also the Zionist Archives in Israel, and I was absolutely astonished at what I found. Um, you want to hear? Definitely. Okay, so <laughs> apparently in 1949, the joint jury of South Africa put together one million pounds sterling, which was a fortune of money at the time, they flew to Israel. They met with Golda Meirson, who then became Golda Meir. And uh, they said, we want to help uh, the uh, refugees from Europe. So Golda Meir said, our problem is not bringing them. Our problem is where to put them. Right. What we'd like you to do is you have the wherewithal. You have the capability of uh, building a city for them. We're going to give you land in a place called Majdal, which was the historic uh, biblical area of Ashkelon. And we want you to design, build, and run a city for new immigrants. Uh, to which they agreed. Now, I have, of course, all the documentation, which we'll be showing at this uh, event on the, 7th, on the 14th and 15th of December. Um, 
the contract states quite clearly, it's in English, it states that they agreed to do it on uh, four conditions. Condition number one is that the government have to link the city to the water supply. The second one is they have to link them to the railroad system of the country. The third is to develop the beach as a tourist attraction area. And the fourth is to ensure that there will be work for the immigrants who will be staying there, because if the people who are staying there don't have work, mm. there will be no taxes, and if there are no taxes, then the city will not function, won't work. And uh, everybody agreed to this. So from 1949 all the way through to 1959, the South Africans came out, designed, built, and it's astonishing. I have these the photographs of what Ashburn looked like in the beginning. There was literally nothing there. There was nothing there. There were 2,000 Arabs who were living in a place called Majdal, but that was about a half a kilometer away. And you see the little houses that were put up initially. And today, I mean, Ashkelon is now 180,000 people, and it's being expanded to 450,000 people. That's an official uh, decision which was taken by the government about six months ago. Wow. I mean, it includes the Barzilla Hospital. Um, I mean, Ashkelon is an amazing city. I, I, I have visited it. What are you looking to achieve? Uh, well, firstly, what happened to those South Africans? Did they just build and leave? Well, what happened, okay, so let's decide, first of all, why did they leave? What happened was the Israeli government did not fulfill its commitment, which was to provide labor for the people. Not only didn't they provide labor, but they set up a plant in uh, Kiryat Gat, which is about 20 minutes away, and in Ashdod. But that didn't help the people from uh, uh, finding labor inside Ashkelon itself. So... Around 1956, the Joints took a decision they have to start stopping to send money and, and, and supporting the people. They discussed it with the Israeli government. In the end, in 1959, they took a decision that they're going to actually make a big celebration and hand the keys of the city over to the Israeli government. And that's exactly what happened. So the South Africans there that were building it didn't stay there. They, they stayed in South Africa. Yeah, they were they were actually employed. And the one fellow, like, we, we have a gentleman called Selwyn Lurie, uh, who's now in L.A. He's now 96 years old. He's there with his wife, Barbara. He would love to come to the celebration, but he can't travel anymore. Mm. Um, but he sent us a movie, as has your rabbi, Rabbi Warren Goldstein, as has Chief Rabbi Mervis from London, who's also South African, who will be attending. Um, he he said, look, we we were hired to do what we did. Right. We were Zionists. He said he was a fighter pilot in the Israeli Air Force at the time afterwards. He, were, he was in Machal. Um, but thereafter, he said, we, we, we left. We, it wasn't a place for South Africans, per se. It was just a place for new immigrants. Mm. Today, things have changed dramatically. Today, there's an influx of, of Anglo-Saxons moving into Ashplan. For the last five years, Anglos have been moving in. I have two brothers living there now. Um, people inside Israel are moving out to Ashplan. People from uh, Beit Shemesh are moving there. Uh, from Ranana, from Natanya, because they find it both cheap, okay, much cheaper than other parts of the country, and actually really beautiful. And it's an hour's drive from Tel Aviv, from Jerusalem, and and 45 minutes drive from Tel Aviv. And yet, um, some of the mayors, some of the original mayors from Ashkelon were South Africans. Yes, Zondenfeld was South African, Targa was South African, and uh, and uh, Solomon Lurie took over from Zondenfeld. Yes, they, they started it. They, they ran the whole, the whole city. Yes. David, um, we're going to take a break now, but after the break, we're going to talk about the celebration on the 14th and what all it entails. 
This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to David Zwebna, former South African, now living in Israel. Actually, David, you hardly have a South African accent at all anymore. Well, that's actually because uh, I'm here since 1966, and my wife is uh, Israeli who lived in England for many years, and then Japan, so we have a kind of a mixture of all kinds of different accents. David, but, uh, but once a South African, always a South African. You're never really formally South African. You're always South African. I, I, I feel very much South African, especially being in Ashkelon, I must tell you. I, I really I love my links to South Africa. So, um, David, you are hosting a 70th year commemorative event on the 14th of December in Ashkelon. Tell me about your event. Okay, so I'm doing it in conjunction with uh, Telfed, which is the representative of the South African Zionist Federation in Israel, uh, trying to promote Aliyah, and also with Michledet Ashkelon, which is the university where I did my BA for the last uh, three years. And while I was there, I was studying with uh, Ethiopian students. And I was so, so impressed to see there are 190 Ethiopian students out of a total of 900 students in the university, which is a very high percentage. Mm. To see these kids studying away to get their degrees is, is really heartwarming. So I decided that I'm going to go on a campaign to try and raise funds to support them. I personally support them. And I, I said we're going to do this at the Michlet Ashkelon so that South Africans and local Israelis will be coming to understand about the links between South Africa and Ashkelon, number one, and also the fact that there are students from Ethiopia studying there and maybe we can help them. So that's the idea. Then the third thing that we're doing is we'll be showing a movie on Sylvia Raphael, who you may probably mm. be familiar with. She was a South African-born, uh, very, very prominent spy for Israel, who uh, most of the stuff that she did for the country is, is not known. But uh, she did a tremendous amount, and we'll be showing a movie on her lifestyle and her life and what she did. Um, we'll also be honoring Jack Schneider, who's uh, still alive. He's also in his 90s. He was a first city engineer, and he's South African and lives in Ashkelon today. And so when Lurie, as I said, who's the managing director, who was the managing director from 1956 to 1959, that's basically what we're doing. We've invited uh, Deputy uh, Minister of Defense, Avi Dichter, who will be speaking. Uh, Chief Rabbi Mervis from the United Kingdom will be coming out. He'll also be there. We, of course, invited uh, Rabbi Warren Goldstein, but he's uh, too tied up with uh, alternative arrangements. But he's sending out a, a video which will be shown as well, blessing our, uh, our gathering. That's basically it. So, uh, excuse me, one other thing, one other thing, and that is we'll also be promoting uh, real estate for new immigrants especially South Africans. We work very closely with a company called Israel Property Network, who's actually now in South Africa. Sabrina Ziff has brought her people out there. And the idea is to actually promote, uh, promote real estate and property to new immigrants, uh, South Africans especially. Yes. It's, it's such an amazing initiative. And I, for one, as I said, I've been to Ashkelon. I had no idea. I, I wish I had seen carp start to start when I was there, but I missed it. So I, I'm sure so many people didn't know about it. And it's such a wonderful opportunity to learn more about Israel and also to explore opportunities. How do people get in touch with you if they are interested? Um, well, there's an easy uh, website, which is ashkelonproperties.com. That's the one way. Then there's another way, and that is I'm also a tour guide, so it's to davidstours at gmail.com. That's my email. Okay. 
and uh, also via uh, Israel Property Network, uh, which will be at the property show, which is going to take place now. I think it's running now in, in uh, Johannesburg, and then it's going to be moving to Pretoria. Hmm. So that's the best way. And, of course, all you have to do is if you do come out to Israel, right, just look me up, and I would be very happy to take you and anybody else down to Ashkod because I have to tell you, one out of two people who are looking to buy property in Israel and come to Ashkelon, buy. It's quite astonishing. Quite uh, astonishing. David, I wish you a lot of success for your uh, event. I look forward to reading all about it in the Jewish Jerusalem Report. I read your original article, which is a very beautiful article if anybody's looking for it. It's um, in, in the Jerusalem Report, November 11th uh, edition, and it's Welcome to Ashkelon, Celebrating South Africans' Jewish Contribution to the Gem on Israel's Southern Coast. I will not be in Israel on the 15th of December, so um, please do tell us all about it, and I hope you, it goes really well. Excellent. And uh, again, I just want to tell all South Africans listening to this, we have a lot to be proud of what we did for the state of Israel. No other, no other people in the world have created a city, right, like the South African jury did for Israel. Something to be very proud of. Okay. I think that's a beautiful way to end, to end the show and to end the interview. David, thank you so much. Thank you. And I wish you all a Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.